worldwide. Welcome back. Built by Bailey's podcast, episode episode 11. Well, nice. 11? I think yeah, thanks so, man. Yeah. Welcome back. Thanks to everyone for tuning back in. Uh, we are here today with our special guest, Josh Messiah, a.k.a. Lending Tips. Um, there we go. Before the one we get started. Yeah, the one and only. Before we get started, I just want to say thank you once again to Confluence SBC co-working space in Lafayette, Colorado. Appreciate everything you guys do for the community and for us. Uh, Tom Hardy is legit. Uh, go look him up, confluencesbc.com. If you need any space, and they're also doing uh, extra space for the kids that are still in online school, um, space for the parents to work from home and bring their kids in. So once again, Confluence SBC, thank you very much. Also want to say 6ix9ine Designs. Thank you very much, Brian Scott. Uh, you can see the logo behind me. He did the banner for us. He's done all our logos. He's actually currently working on some t-shirts for us as well. So once those go out, I will charge you an arm and a leg for you guys to purchase them. Be wonderful. Um, <laughs> with that being said, I want to once again welcome our next guest, Josh Messiah, a.k.a. Lending Tips, TLT. Uh, here we are. Once again, and there's my phone. Sorry, guys. Bro, you oh, guys Jesus. are official. You have yeah. sponsors and everything. That's official. <laughs> well, I yeah. should be asking for a pay here. I, I thought. <laughs> yeah, I thought me it. too. Yeah. <laughs> I negotiate answers. You'll get a cut. So don't worry about it. All right. Cool. Cool. I like so it. So, Josh, here we are. Um, there's a lot of guys probably will be listening to this that sort of know you or really know you. Josh is very famous now and is at least in his own mind. <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> Tell us a little bit about what you do, man. What what is it that you do? How you got started in it? Why are you doing it? Is it fun? You know. Yeah. Uh, so I'm Josh. I'm in San Diego, California. I'm a, a real estate broker. Um, I started when I was 16 in the real estate world, um, and uh, my dad used me as like a slave worker as a courier, and we would I would show homes. This was back in like the 90s, okay. uh, late 90s, where internet didn't it existed but it didn't exist so right. like we didn't have DocuSign, we didn't have map uh like maps on your phone we literally had to use like thomas guides and map quest like it was nuts um uh, yeah yeah and oh, yeah. So i had to schedule everything i had to do everything get all the paperwork for my dad do all that so i was really just learning um real estate through doing which is the best way to learn for me and uh, so I've been doing it since I got licensed in 2002, as soon as I graduated high school. Okay. Um, and ever since then, man, I've been off and running. You've been doing it as long as I have. Crazy. That's nuts. Yeah, my beard's getting kind of, it's feeling the stress, of course, <laughs> uh, of 2004, 2008, and now 2020. So I'm I'm getting the grays. They're coming in kind of heavy. So is that oh, why you man. Did it? Is that you trying to hide something? That's the secret reason. That's the secret reason. I didn't want to expose myself, but yeah. <laughs> no, you you, you can't stop it once it starts coming in. Yeah. It's just uh, it's wisdom coloring. Is this a video yeah. podcast, or are they going to see the video as well? Mm -hmm. Oh, they see. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah no. So I see your gray beard. I mean, oh, I have yeah. a couple in here, and it's oh, starting yeah. to spread. But nothing yet on the hair, which is good. Um, oh, no, man. It comes you're in kinda, quick. Yeah, you're kind of, you're already. <laughs> and uh, you? if I, I'm 42. And yeah, if I yeah. understand anything about your life, it seems similar a little bit to mine in regards that you're putting about 50 things on the fire 
And mm-hmm. that shit will make your hair go gray fast. I think right at about 40, all of a sudden it just, I went from handsome, could maybe <laughs> pass off for like 28 mm-hmm. to like everyone gather around. I have stories to tell. Great. Right. Yeah, yeah. It happens yeah, fast. Yeah. It happens quick. Yeah, yeah. I was going to say you look great for 80, but apparently you're only 42. So Fact. Luckily Fact. I didn't. <laughs> well, what do you guys do? I don't even know what both of you guys do. I know what Shane does. I just so, met Evan two minutes ago. So, yep. Yeah, so what I up. do, um, I do the podcast with Shane. And then um, I work for uh, Santander, the bank. Uh, I manage their Colorado auto portfolio here, which oh, cool. is about, oh, somewhere around 80 million. Um, I'm basically the, uh, I mean, it's a whole business platform for him. So um, I do that. And then um, Shane and I, as a lot of people uh, who follow our podcast already know, but we, um, we've had Bailey Custom Homes for eight years. And uh, I still ten. dabble in that ten. stuff. Ten? Yeah, yeah God, ten. Jeez. Um, do a lot of design stuff. I'm into design. I'm helping a buddy right now with his house in Lawrence, Kansas. Um, I still consult on that kind of stuff. Um, what is design concepts, uh, alternative forms of construction, things like that. I'm still super jazzed about that whole industry. And it's ultimately what I want to get back to. I went back to Santander just for some stability purposes because of the kids. They write good checks, right? So those good checks help. Um, the PTO, that hammock time is pretty dope. Yeah. Um, but uh, other than that, man, um, you know, I've had restaurants and coffee shops and got involved with recording studios. And um, I've just done just about everything, man, to develop new programs and products in the ancillary space for the automotive sector um which is going out now and unemployment and disability which covers covid protection um things like that um man i'm just trying to figure it, it out all. still at You've 42 that's yep. what this gray wisdom comes from you yeah, know good. Yeah. yeah yeah well i'm curious about you though man because you're how old are you uh i just turned 36 just yeah, turned 36 I I freshly forgot, minted man. and we yeah. should state right now you've had you just freshly have procreated a second child with yep. your wife. That's right. Congratulations, just came out man. of the oven 48 hours ago. She's at the doctor's right now for her little first checkup. Okay. Um, so I got the baby right next to me. The other baby, we have a two and a half year old. He's he's chilling for now. We got the TV in the background. Yeah. Um, we're working. We're working dad duties. I got a showing in about an hour. I got another showing nice. at four. Um, and so we're still trying to. Uh, the thing about real estate is there's no PTO, right? There's no, um, what do they call paternity leave? There's, it's always on the clock. I was closing deals while we were in the hospital. Like it, it was nuts. Um, but that's why we love it. And we'll get paid there. <laughs> you know, hey, did funny. I hear this? Go ahead, Jay. I was going to say, I had, I did the same thing. My son was born. I was, I had, I think three or four and we ended up having a C-section with him because he was, um, he was upside down or right side up, whatever oh, that yeah. is. It's not going to come out the right way. And, so we literally picked his, his due date. And I think I had daddy brain before he was born because I picked it, his, we picked his birthday and I realized I had like two closings on that day. <laughs> so I had to move those, but then I moved them back and I moved them back to the day we were leaving the hospital. 
So I literally had to go to two closings, come back, pick up the wife and the baby and, and go home. And I, I was a mess. I was way worse than she was. So, um, it, it doesn't happens. stop. It, doesn't yeah, stop. it never stops. Did I, yeah. did I hear this right? Uh, did you live stream? The birth? Oh yeah, I, we did live stream the birth. That was awesome. It's on YouTube. Go check us out. Colt real estate is the YouTube page. So I went back to watch it and it looks like it was a black screen. I don't know if YouTube did that or if it was always black, like something happened to where, um, it turned into a black stream and it happens yeah. usually when I'm driving, but not when I'm standing still when I go live, but yeah, we, we live stream the whole thing. You could hear the screams, the real unedited. Um, it's pretty intense if you do watch it. So uh, viewer discretion is advised. <laughs> and how, does, how, does, how does the wife feel about this? <laughs> she, I don't think she knew. Um, and oh, the, yeah, good. the funny story is I was live streaming the intro. We checked in, we did all that stuff. And I forgot I had my AirPod in and it happened so fast. And I, all of a sudden she was pushing and my AirPods just sitting in my ear right next to her. And she's screaming. And uh, I went back and read the comments. And they're like, dude, my speakers just blew and this oh, no. and that. And like people crying. And it was it's pretty funny the way it all turned out. But she, I told her after. She's like, don't show it to me. All her friends were like, hey, we saw you on the live stream. And uh, she was pretty embarrassed. But um, I mean, at the end of the day. And the day is great content. It's for the it's for the gram, baby. It's for the gram. Yeah. Everything we do now is for social. Right. That's man. hilarious. So talk to us about lending tips. Yeah. So lending tips was uh, originated four or five years ago. Um, I was trying to establish myself on social media. I didn't have a social media platform, and so I was like, "Dude, I'm tired of people using their names or San Diego real estate guy." So I wanted to do something different. And we originated Lending Tips, a guy who's just going to provide mortgage tips for the world. And it's evolved into real estate tips and whatnot. Um, but yeah, we used to go really heavy social. And that's kind of how we established our, our presence in San Diego, just being the guy who's going to speak the truth about lending and give you mm -hmm. tips along the way. Um, and that's what we did. And, and he's, he's funny. He's, uh, he's informative. Um, and he's personable and that's kind of the goal we wanted. And, and I don't think too many people in real estate are funny, no offense to you guys, but, um, it's hard to pull off funny and informative. And I think we're, mm -hmm. we're doing a good job and we got grandma lending tips, uh, coming out soon. Um, she's on TikTok already grandma mm -hmm. lending tips, which is interesting enough. Me dressed up as a woman, uh, <laughs> a grandma, if you haven't you seen it too, I, I yeah. challenge her to a one-on-one hopefully we'll get that and then she's evolved to grandma six nine and one thing that how that came about was the the rapper takashi six nine he uh -huh. snitches he snitches on people and so grandmas basically tell you the truth right and, and grandmas and six nine kind of have something in common so we merged the two together hence the beard we colored the beard i have my wig i got my purse my dress um so those videos will be dropping hopefully in, in 20 late 2020 early 2021 and, and we'll see how how mainstream those get i could lose some customers uh, or clients but it is what it you'll is you'll gain more than you lose i promise yeah. you that yeah. yeah yeah dude that's, no, that's it's it's you know you've been you honestly dan you've done a great job with the with the with the channel on youtube um yeah. you definitely have a great personality and I, you're, you're right there's a lot 
I got out of, I got out of residential real estate for a while because, because of the dryness of it. And there, you know, the emotion of the client combined with the dryness of dealing with all the realtors, it was, it was, it was more of a grind than I really wanted to do. So I tried to keep the real estate for me on just a, you know, investment level for Evan and I doing flips. Mm-hmm. Um, that's really, how I was kind of just concentrating on doing that and then building yeah, homes yeah. for a while. So I appreciate what you guys are doing, what you were in particular doing for these guys. Um, there's a lot of information on, on the channel. You put out a lot of good content and it really is helpful, especially for people trying to get into the industry and you're not sure. I mean, it, you can watch all kinds of stuff and look up all kinds of stuff on the internet and find, you know, it sounds appealing, but is it really, and, and how do I do it? And yeah, it's a, it's a great way to go for people that are, that are definitely social, but go getters and, you know. Yeah. And I feel bad for, I mean, we live in a society where there's all these gurus who are trying to sell you stuff. And I feel bad mm-hmm. for the people who are like paying $500 for a course yep. and yep. then they're, they're not really getting anything where some of the information is just free. You just gotta be pushed in the right direction. And what I've learned from the YouTube channel is that the information's there. I'm giving them the information daily, but not enough people are being pushed to take the next level of their real estate career. Maybe they're afraid. Maybe they just don't have the, the money to do it. And we've offered to pay. And um, a couple of people took us up on that, which is fantastic. Um, but it, it's, it's, we don't sell anything really. I mean, we, we have some swag and a, a $50 course, but it's all informational and, and that's really all it is. And the YouTube channel is free every single day and we live stream every single day and we try to provide any answers that are um, just lingering out there for individuals who are looking to get involved in wholesales, fix and flips, real estate. Um, and they're honest answers. Like there's, I always talk about Grant Cardone. He's, he's just a flamboyant YouTube personality, but sometimes you ask him a straightforward question and, and there's never a straightforward answer because they want you to buy that course or, or whatnot. But if you ask me a straightforward question, I'm going to give you a straightforward answer. Um, and that's kind of how I conduct my business and my life and, and, and the YouTube page. You know, and it's interesting, there's a lot of similarities in the real estate kind of area as there is in the auto finance area. It's the same kind of thing. There are a ton of, con- there's a ton of content out there, Grant Cardone, Coach Burt, all these people, but they kind of make their money or their name based off courses and things they're selling. And it's hard to get real legit guidance um, or to get real factual information because it always seems to be wrapped up in a package. Um, so finding good content, finding good direction, having a place to go where there is an actual advisor that can kind of direct you a little bit, answer some basic questions, narrow down a real complicated sector. Because I think people who want to get into real estate, I mean, it's such a fucking like vague term. I want to get into real estate. You know, it's like, well, do you want to be a broker? Do you want to be a mortgage broker? Do you want to do fix and flips? Do you want to do uh, do you want to build up a residential rental portfolio? Do you want to do commercial? Do you want to do development? I mean, as you go down it, it's so, uh, there's so many layers to it that, um, I think people just know getting into real estate, quote unquote, is good, but I have no idea how to do it. I don't know if I need to raise capital before I start. I don't know if, I should be getting licensing or certifications or whatever. And I really feel like uh, there's just not a real like broad, holistic uh, place to get all the information uh, There's and figure out what paintbrush you're stroking, that kind of thing, and what kind of grabs your attention. Because 
like you said, there's no days off in real estate, right? And you're going to go do a showing here in a little bit. So I think people anticipate there's a lot of work, but I mean, getting organized and having direction is just, to me, it seems just critical to be able to do that. And um, I think that sounds, or it sounds like that's kind of what you're doing a little bit. So let me ask you this, what are you doing right now? What does it look like? You say you're doing real estate. What does it look like? So I have, so I have a team of uh, three direct reports uh, who are real estate agents and one loan officer that d- directly reports to me. Um, okay. And we, we help people buy and sell homes. We help finance homes as well. Um, I've been pushing a lot of my business towards them um, so I can focus on the YouTube and growing the team um, and helping Tyler and Trey, who are kind of my right and left hand uh, guys, grow their team as well nationwide um, and just providing as much value as, as possible. A lot of people are like, well, why don't you just focus on real estate? Truth be told, like I get a lot of referrals from the YouTube and social media and I get a lot of agents um, who want to join the teams and and they produce income at the end of the day, right? Um, We all need that to survive. That's not my main focus, but I've learned that helping more and more people will obviously help me in the long term. And, uh, and I do get trans like we're making two and a half percent commission on a deal in in California. We're in San Diego. So my last closing was $800,000. I'm cashing a check for $18,000, $17,000, not to mention the loan. So that's another four or $5,000. So that's Mm -hmm. on one transaction. So if I can pour all my energy into one transaction and still help people out on the side, like I'm, I'm okay with 18 and some change plus helping people plus all the investments I have going. And I mean, that that's when it comes down to it, I've, I've worked my business to that and I've been able to enjoy the fruits of my labor the last 15, 16 years and, and really give back and, and kind of find, my true calling. Cause I think Bill by Bailey said it the best, like, do you, is it fun? No, it's not fun. I mean, real estate, the actual transaction is not fun. Um, unless you make it fun, unless you know how to navigate through it correctly and you work with people that want to work with you and vice versa, um, where a lot of realtors and people in the industries and even auto finance are stuck with um, working with whatever they can get. And that's, that sometimes leaves you with unhappy customers, rude customers, unfriendly people. And so I've gotten to a point where I can kind of pick and choose who I, who I work with and what agents I want to bring on. And I could say no to people. And, and it's been really helpful with morale and energy and family time and all that stuff. So that's kind of where I'm at right now. So what do you think? I've had this question asked a lot to me lately, especially in the last few weeks, as far as the ideology, ideology behind real estate allowing you time to do the things you want to do. Um, and I think there's a big misnomer with some of that, because again, like we just talked about, you're, you're working seven days a week, literally 24 hours a day. Sometimes when you can get to stuff, um, there's a lot of paper pushing that's involved in, especially if you're an agent, um, mortgage broker or a real estate agent, either one. And what do you say to people that, cause I, what I tell them is, you know, you're working for yourself, regardless if you're with a brokerage or on your own, you're working for yourself. And if you're working for yourself, you don't have time off. You, you establish that time off. It's because um, you, you're, you literally have to take it like, you know, when you have a baby that's just born. <laughs> so you have to force that to happen. Otherwise you're not getting paid, right? If you're not working, you're not getting paid. And um, I tell people be prepared for that. And, you know, you have to force your vacations and, and just be careful with that. And if you're okay with that lifestyle, it's great. And if you're not, um, I don't think it's for a lot of people, to be honest with you. 
but I mean, do you feel like that's the same thing as it, you do think it's, um, do you think there's a lot of free time in, 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 in this industry where you can create a couple months off or is that a successful mindset? Um, I'll, I'll be honest with you. I have not taken a day off in like five years. It's been so busy the last five years. Um, and yeah, I've gone places like I've, we've gone to uh, LA to go stay, stay on the beach for a night, but my laptop's always with me. My iPad's always with me. Like I stream live. Like I I haven't missed a day of streaming this year. Um, I always, I always find a, a way to get the stream in and my commitments in. Um, but it, it all has to do with the last 15 years of failing, um, putting in um, systems in place. Uh, if you think you can come in and do whatever you want in real estate, it, you could, but you might not make a lot of money. Um, you, you could close one deal a month. And in Ohio, that's not much money. Uh, in California, it might be, right? Sure. Um, but I, I think, uh, yeah, you, you, you get what you put into it. And at the end of the day, you can take two months off, but it, you have to have those systems in place where, where you have a team of people producing while you're gone. So it works. Um, it just depends on, on your ultimate goal. Right. Yeah. I think it's, it's, you know, I've heard this quote somewhere before, but like the difference between good and great is like miles. Like you can be good at something, but to be great at something, there's a big gap between those two. And Shane and I, you and I have talked about this with just general entrepreneurship, that there's this kind of misconception of, oh, if I work for myself, I can create my own schedule. And yeah, technically that's true, but you'll never be uh, busier uh, than being an entrepreneur, a a serious one. Right. I mean, there is just zero time uh, because it, the the buck stops with you. So if you're not doing something, it's, it's stopped. You know, when I work for the bank now, when I close my computer lit at five 30, six o'clock, well, there's a whole 16,000 employees. There's a process and system and an infrastructure. I can close my computer and go do whatever the hell I want. But when you're the technically the only employee, if you're not working, your business or businesses or venture, whatever it is, just stops. It literally just it doesn't exist until you get back on the phone, get back on the stream, get back out in the field, go look at a uh, new property sitting at your computer, doing research, trying to figure out how to like push your business along. Um, And so it's always my advice to other people wanting to get either into real estate or get into any of anything else that's entrepreneurial is, man, you just got to be prepared to, to work. Um, And yeah, you can technically control your, your time, but um, you got to know that anytime you take off that everything shuts down. Man. It's difficult. I mean, the fact that you're streaming, you haven't mm-hmm. missed a day yet this year. It's fucking just like insane to me, man. Um, and I'll be the first to say I'm good right now. I don't want to be great, <laughs> which I mean, I've mm-hmm. had this discussion with people like, why does Elon Musk still work? Like it, it, <laughs> it's mind boggling to me. Yes, Obviously yeah, he yeah. has a purpose and he wants to change mm-hmm. the world. Like, Donald Trump, I know he's controversial right now, but he's 72 years old. He's a billionaire. Why does he even want to be a president? Like right. he's campaigning three times a day. He's, he's taking a lot of heat. For, like why? And I've I've come to, to my senses. I'm like, dude, I don't want to be great at real estate. Like I would kill myself. And mm-hmm. I'm to the point now where I have my set schedule, my set family time. I know how to generate the income I need and uh, through coaching 
um, I've developed a plan to, as my kid is dying in the background. <laughs> yep, good job, dude. Get it, Get up, it out. Get it out. Hands up. There you go. Um, I've developed a plan of what I need to to make and how to every single month and how to get those deals every single month and how to generate a pipeline. And that's what I want to teach these uh, young kids or even older guys who come into the game, not knowing what to do. And, and right. there's an equation. Everything's all about an equation and what you put in is what you get out. No, yeah, totally. No, and I you feel like you can be good in this industry and be financially successful. You don't yeah. have to be a rock star for sure. Cause a lot of those guys in the chat on the Colt real estate channel even ask, and I see that question come up over and over again. Can I do this part time? and still be successful. And I, you know, I, I think I probably have two answers to that. One is what are you trying to accomplish with it? You know, what's, what's your end goal? And like Evan was saying earlier, what do you mean by get into real estate? You know, are you trying mm -hmm. to be an agent? Are you trying to just invest? Um, there's a million ways to do it. You know, wholesaling is, is a great way to make side income too. Um, you don't have to even have a license to do that, obviously. So it, it's, it's setting your goals and being organized, I think is the, is the key. And then, yeah, decide what you want to do. Cause this is an industry where you don't have to be the man to make money or the woman. Um, but you have to understand and be organized and committed to something. And if you don't have a plan in place, you're going to get, you know, caught with your pants down eventually. Exactly. So, yep. Yeah. 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 And, and to kind of take that a step further, good and great is, uh, is kind of decided by the person. So if you're doing this for a side hustle and you say, listen, if I can get two closings a year, um, that would be good. Right. But if all of a sudden you f stumbled into four, you could say that would be great for a side hustle. So um, good and great. It's just I guess it's more of a saying that, uh, you know, why I brought that up was. If you want to really excel and you want to be great at it, whatever that means to you, it means that you're probably going to push some sort of threshold or comfortability you know, where you're just going to be slightly more uncomfortable, but, um, but yeah, you just got to keep chipping away at it. Um, what do you think you want? You said that right now you got a good pattern in place. Um, you got a good balance. You're making the income that you need to make. If you fast forward five years from now and you had your druthers, what would that look like? How would that be? What would the balance look like? The balance would be more family. I think at the end of the day, just, I mean, family's most important. I've, I've sacrificed a lot um, mm -hmm. and I still do to this day. I think uh, um, the plan in place, and I'll be pretty transparent, is to get with Tyler and Trey. We have this international team, basically. And I think we have about 15 agents right now who are just doing well. And we're going to obviously get them to a point where we can get paid for the rest of our lives off them. Um, and then have two or three loan officers uh, who are just producing for the rest of our lives. And then it's just like managing people. I think that's my ultimate goal is to sit back and watch my properties cash flow. I have six properties now, one in escrow. Uh, so I'll have seven by the end of the year. And the goal is to have 30 paid off by the time I'm 50, uh, 55. And so I have a plan in place for that. And you get 30 properties paid off. Even if I get 15 properties paid off, I'm bringing in enough to uh, live a comfortable life and, and still be with my family. I just don't want to miss too much. Of no, the kids. Great. Um, I think I've only missed two full days of my firstborn son. Um, his, and obviously that's not sustainable for the rest of my life. I do have to travel. Luckily Corona hit 
and we were able to stay home a little it's probably bit. Probably never been said that way. Yeah. Luckily, um, Corona hit. <laughs> yeah, I love it. I love the virus. To be honest with you, it's been great for <laughs> been great for real estate. It's been great to stay home. Um, ninety percent of the time, I don't have to sit in traffic. I don't have to meet face to face with people. Mm-hmm. Um, I miss people, but not to a certain point where I I sacrifice it for my family. Um, right. I I love it. Like it, this is this is perfect. Um, but, uh, I know a lot of people died, so I can't say, say that for everyone. Um, but yeah, that's the goal. I hopefully get more family time where I'm able to go to every soccer practice or every baseball practice and, um, go to prom and chaperone and go on field trips. Like I want to do that stuff because my parents unfortunately didn't, um, and they couldn't, they were, they moved here. Um, and they weren't able to just walk around, the zoo with us during peak hours um and so they worked two or three jobs my mom was in school her whole life uh, my young young life as well um and there's other kids and other siblings but we would just take care of each other and so i want to do something different and be around for for my kids so that's kind of my end game yeah it's important i i missed i was i was able to be around a lot for my son when he was little but i missed probably the first two years of my daughter's life, just being gone all the time. I'd come home and we're, you know, my wife and I were passing in the night basically for, for a while. And I, yeah. I, it was my first, first go around of what the hell am I doing? I need to figure this out. And I realized getting into that mindset, like my dad had been preaching to me for a long time is financial independence as wealth, you know? And if you're, if you're rich with family, you can figure out a way to make money other ways too. And that's yep. kind of why Evan and I have jumped back into what we're trying to do, even with the alternative construction stuff is, um, there's a way for us to, to make a difference, but there's also a way for us to work less and make more. Yep. So, yeah. And if you want to be Elon, I mean, all for it, go ahead, change the world. Yeah. If you want to be Donald Trump, uh, be Donald Trump, uh, set it, make a goal, have a plan. I don't know if Donald had a plan to be the president, but he did it. That's obviously right. I think the money, <laughs> the money helped him get to where he is and Absolutely. the fame. And if you want to do that, sure. I have no desire of, sacrificing my life like he's a grandpa like i feel bad almost for his grandkids and yeah his kids like he's he's got grandchildren and they all do like like what's in it for joe biden he's been he's sacrificed a lot he i mean i don't want to get into politics but he lost his kid he's his yeah. son died and i'm sure he wants those moments back his other son sounds like a mess <laughs> but uh, i'm sure that has to do with uh like your parents like not being around and attention like i get it yeah. Like we have siblings who are crazy. So I, I, I get it completely, but like why sacrifice your family for, I mean, power, I guess I, I, at the end of the day, that's what it really is. It comes down to power. I think. Yeah. I, I'm still trying to figure it out, but I enjoy everyone's journey. I learn from everyone's journey and that's kind of where I've gotten it's family, family, family. That's all I want to do. Yeah. It's important. When we had uh, the park house, Shane, where I used to go there, the park house was our restaurant uh, that Shane and I were partners in, but big, big space, 16,000 square feet. Uh, it was also a live music place. Uh, and I used to take Marseille, my, my oldest, who's now about to turn nine, but when she was, one and two she was a restaurant baby she was in there with us she was up in my office with me she was um she was out on job sites and it was like oh man can i just take them everywhere with me and eventually you're just like this is not a sustainable business model carrying kids around everywhere i remember Um, that i remember my parents having to do that it was not yeah 
it was awkward. I mean, for, for the kids and the clients yeah. and the, my dad, yeah. like I, at least I was well-behaved for the most part, but I remember that it's, it's difficult, but you had to do what you had to do. It's not like yeah. you no, had a choice. And, and there's also a big difference between being around your kids and being present with your right. kids. Mm -hmm. Right. I mean, you yep. can be there, they can be with you, but if you're not really present with them, uh, it's almost in my mind, almost worse. I'd rather almost be gone for a chunk of time and then come back, even if it's an hour, be super present with them. And instead of just saying, you're you with me all the time, but daddy's never really with you. Yeah. He's yeah. always yeah. doing something else. Yeah. yeah. And that's, that's, that's pretty deep. Like you could take that with, with everything, to be honest with you, like a hundred percent texting and Facebook. And so like, you're never really there anymore. And that's why I've eliminated Facebook, uh, Instagram. I don't even post anymore. Mm -hmm. Um, TikTok I use for grandma, but I try to stay off of social media when I'm home, uh, at all, or just anywhere. I have time limits on everything. So it kicks me out of the app once I've reached a certain threshold. And I mean, you hit, you hit the nail on the head. It's, it's being present with what you're doing, even this podcast, mm -hmm. right? I could tell when I'm distracted with my kid yeah. running around. And, mm -hmm. um, and if you're not really present, you, you miss some of the, the nuggets in life. Uh, but that's everything, not just with your kids. It's, no, hundred percent. Like, I always wonder how I get from point A to point B when I'm driving. Cause I'm not like driving. Like, I don't know, obviously I have a self-driving car. So the car's driving itself, but like, I don't remember <laughs> like how I got to places sometimes. Cause I'm thinking it's about scary. other things or, yeah. I'm texting or I'm emailing and oh, um, yeah. it's just, it's, it's difficult. When, and <clears throat> sometimes I sit there and I say, I'm going to put my phone away and just focus on the road. And it's interesting to see things that you've never seen before. And you've lived here for, for your whole life. And I'm like, dude, oh, is yeah. that mountain always there? That's crazy. Yeah. Yeah. Awesome. Or you walk into the kitchen, you forget why you're even in there. And then you oh, walk yeah. back upstairs. You're like, oh shit, that's right. I was going down to, yeah, yeah. And yeah you go yeah. back. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. No, man. Well, I yeah, think so there's uh, I think there's people who are just wired that way. And I think those, uh, listen, it's, it, in my opinion, it is, there is so much uh, similarity between what we're talking about now when you think about personality traits of successful people, right? Uh, there's a lot of uh, people out there that says, oh, I have a wandering brain or I'm always thinking about something. It's hard for me to focus on something. That can be a really positive trait if you learn how, what, you know, Maybe a better way to say it is if you're really aware of how you are, it can be a huge strength. That means you have a brain that's constantly processing, constantly thinking about things. And those are the type of people who will at 1130 at night when they should be sleeping, but they're in bed. And if you can be super present to that, um, the, the scope of amount of things you can think about in a day is vast. Right. So organizing the thoughts a little bit. It's like uh, I'm super organized. I keep things clean. You know, uh, people come over and say, oh, you're you know, you're or maybe this is a better example. I say to people, I'm the most laziest person you'll ever meet. And they always tell me there is no way you're doing 15 different things. I never hear about you laying around the couch watching stuff. You're always working on something. I have to say to people, no, no, it's like it's like an alcoholic. It's like, if I have one drink, I'm probably just going to be drinking, right? Mm -hmm. So if I sit down for one minute, right, then I tend to want to sit down all day. So I just don't, right? So this is just being maybe, maybe 42 and just having enough experience. I just learned about myself enough to know that, okay, I, I spend a lot of time thinking about things. And if I can get organized in that and I can learn when to turn it on and off, it can be super productive. 
And so how I organize my thoughts, whether it's my vast sea of dry erase boards down in my office or how I note take or whatever, because I'm very much that way, constantly thinking about other things. And it used to be a distraction. And now I think it's one of my biggest assets. It's just as I've learned how to better identify who and how I operate or who I am and how I operate. Um, but I think for those people who have a desire to work and sometimes just go about it the wrong way and they take time away from kids and um, they bring their kids when maybe they should leave them and just go do that and then come back home and be present. I think it's just getting really used to who you are and having a lot of self-awareness can um, really dial things in faster for you. Yeah. But it is kind of a fucking mess in the beginning, man. It's uh, you got to really throw a bunch of things at the board and see what sticks. And it's kind of more just a process of attrition. And yeah. eventually I think you can get there though, man. That's kind of why I was asking like where you're at now. I'm a little bit older than you, but you're well on your way to your gradum. Right? Yes, thank um, you. Thank you. So, so it's like I'll bleach it. Don't worry. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, just own it, man. Just nah, it. can't do it. Can't do it. Uh, but yeah, you said the you said the word desire. Like if you want it, you're gonna get it. At the end of the yeah. day, do whatever it takes. My parents did the same thing. You did. I, I mean, I did it early in my career. I didn't have kids, but obviously we have sacrifices we have to make. I didn't make every single party or drink or smoke weed every every single day like everyone else. Like you had to commit to getting to a certain point and i don't want to be great i'm okay with good um it, it's it's brought good income i know like mm -hmm. great incomes as well great but it's just you can't you got to learn from other people's mistakes and i always find it tough for people who are starting off like at 40 45 and they already have three kids like it's hard but you got to do whatever it takes and, and get through every single barrier until you get there and it's that word desire. If you desire to do something, you're going to do it. Um, whether you're organized or not, just find the right guidance uh, and take notes and get organized and get a system in place. I still suck. Like my whiteboard, I have three whiteboards as well. And I, like, they're so behind, like I have to sit there and just catch up and mm -hmm. erase some of the closed deals and this and that and make sure everything's up to date. But, but that helps just even having a whiteboard because you can just look up and be like, Oh shit, I got to do this. Yeah, Cause your brain can't remember everything. Like no. it, it's mm -hmm. just impossible. Mm -hmm. yeah, um, but yeah, I, I feel bad for people who are starting off at 40. It's hard. Yeah, it's man. not easy with three kids and a wife and child support from your first wife. Like it's, it's almost impossible, but that's the trap that society's put you in. Um, and, and there's with a trap, there's always a way out uh, at the mm -hmm. end of the day. It's, it's I like that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, no, man. So, that's that's kind of where i guess we ended up but uh the, just get the desire get to it and and get it done yeah man. i love yeah. it speaking of which we probably need to let you go brother I yeah know. yeah i got the showing in about 40 minutes i gotta get ready i gotta redye my beard no i'm just playing <laughs> you better get cracking on that yeah i know it's uh, it's hard we... it's hard <laughs> what the beard the bleaching of the beard i, <laughs> I live stream that too i threw up halfway through you got to go out. look at that one Evan, yeah. you, you got to get there it's uh it was like it started burning your nostrils and if you take a breath like it it, it i gagged and it goes like through your brain i lost a couple of brain cells for sure <laughs> but i needed to i needed to lose a couple um, some of the bad ones the ones where uh when my wife says hey uh did you do that and i'd be like oh it's the chemicals and i forgot and yeah, yeah. yeah. oh do you remember that girl for who's that girl you're talking to 20 years ago i'd be like i don't know man like, I don't know. Know. 
Just leave me alone. You need to bleach your beard once a week. Yeah, exactly. How do we follow you, man? How does everyone follow you? What's the best way to keep track of your details? Honestly, YouTube is the best. You'll see me every day on YouTube and it's real life. It's not like scripted. I don't even know how to like edit shit. Like it's, Mm -hmm. it's hard. Live stream. I, I just hit live and it's literally me. Like you get the good, the bad, the ugly. It could be me with like a high strung coffee run and some like weird drugs that I'm taking to help my focus a little better. Or it's me like just waking up or me in the hospital with my wife screaming like a dying goat. Like there's, (laughs) there's different ways to follow me, but if you want the real raw YouTube's the best Instagram's like fake, like here's a post and some mumbo jumbo. So YouTube uh, cult real estate is the YouTube page. Follow me. We have 8,000 subscribers. We've done pretty good this year. Doing well. Yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah. Um, and we have fun. We have a lot of fun and you'll, you'll learn a lot. And then Wednesdays we have a zoom call. Uh, I'm try, I try st- to stay away from the zoom call to stay with my family and Tyler and Trey, my, my guys handle that for us, but um, just join us on the live stream on YouTube, 4 PM Pacific standard time, Monday through Sunday, I think is that, yeah, that's how you say it. But yeah, we have some fun there. So follow me on YouTube. All right, yeah. man. And I'll post all the links in the description for everybody watching too. So you'll all right, cool. We got to do this cool. again. I got to, with, yeah. with less time restrictions, I want to be like yeah. Kanye on Joe Rogan, bro. Just talk, <laughs> just talk nonsense to you guys. Just bad guys. shit crazy for two yeah, and a half hours. Just, yeah. And you guys will be like, hey, what's this guy even saying? Like, I, I kept it together today. <laughs> no, usually. I We've had some of those, LT. We've had some. Oh, of those. Yeah. Yeah. oh yeah. We had Trust the baby. Me. I was like, can the baby understand what I'm saying? Like, it's got to be positive. <laughs> yeah, I can't yeah, say yeah. cuss words. Like, yeah, yeah. Was... you can say them on here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Next time. Next time for sure. Yeah. All right, man. Well, good luck with your closing. It was great that you got to join us. We'll have to do this again, man. Uh, Thanks for taking time, man. Good luck yeah, to yeah. the beard. Good luck to the baby. Good luck to the mom. Thank you. Thank you. You too. Good Appreciate luck with the, flip, it, with the kids, the businesses. Shane, I'll All see right, you man. later. Yeah, I'll be out in... Uh, a La Jolla. Is that how you say it? Next month. La Jolla. So, yes, sir. Let's try and grab a beer. We'll grab a beer. Again. Yep, for sure. All right, bud. All right, gentlemen. All right. Appreciate we'll see it. you guys. Thanks, Evan. Thanks, buddy. All, All right, right, man. Thanks, brother. Take yep. care.